A song from a very easy time in life. <laughs> there wasn't no damn Karina. You didn't have the Rona back in the days of rock and roll Hoochie 2. Uh, I just Actually, wanna... I, heard that, I heard that rock and roll Hoochie 2 was a virus back in the day. <laughs> I, I, I guarantee a few guys have gotten uh, a hold of the old... Nothing a shot of penicillin wouldn't cure. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> sorry, Hello, it's the, everyone. <laughs> sorry it's the end of the week. It's happy hour on Friday. Um, and uh, But it's a little weird nowadays because I am now full-time daddy daycare because my sugar mama, Whitney, is working and I am not. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, none of the daycares are open, but... Here in Tejas, uh, they're fixing to open next week. Um, I'm going to go to the hayfield. And Big Bear has been cleaning pools and driving a rock truck, which was not a great... <laughs> I don't think it no. was a grand experience. Um, can you enlighten us a little bit on what the Big Bear has been up to? Okay, yeah. So um, without rodeo, it's, it's tough for a lot of people. You know, like we... <laughs> It really is hard. Um, <laughs> we have we haven't had a real I haven't had a real job in fifteen years. Yeah, but I, the the good thing is I've got so many great friends in different businesses and and uh, Tony Schieber, who is a Rump Chat listener, he owns TS Construction, Kildare, Oklahoma, and he's got trucks and bulldozers and tractors and and uh, he he's been a good friend of mine for a long time. So I called him because. You know, I was kind of pool boying and whatever, you know, but I just want to, you know, keep making some money on the side. And I, I told him, I said, dude, I'd love to come drive a truck. And turns out I'm not cut out for rock truck driving because <laughs> it is intense. Boy, like it is not truck driver trucking as in getting on the highway and trucking. So you weren't out on the free road <clears throat> doing no. going, going at your own pace. Um, all no. that. what, what was it like? What, what was it? Okay. What was a day in the life of a rock truck driver? So I, I got like mad respect for these guys and we might even like we did with make a farmer famous. We might need to do a, make a rock truck driver famous because these dudes, they go fast like all day. So like we started at seven o'clock in the morning and we went to the Dulce mine and low. And you go to these, uh, they're building 35 of those big windmills. So you go to these sites and everybody is pissed off. Everybody. Like, um, the, the guys that load the trucks are pissed off. And I, I well, I don't know if they were pissed off or that's just like the culture of, of rock truck hauling. Um, but I, I figured this, I'm way too friendly to be a rock truck driver, you know? Yeah. Like I, I would be pulling to, uh, to back down in there to load sand, and like the dude that was driving the the uh, the front end loader, he's like yelling at me to hurry up, and then I stopped. What would he and say though? No, no. What would he exactly say? How would he say it? He he's. I stopped because I was like right by his bucket, and he goes, "Hey, did you hear me honk?" I'm like, "Well, no," and he's like, "Well, back the up." I'm like, "Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> Nobody told me about the honk thing." <laughs> so, so <laughs> keep going. Sorry. So you back up till you hear the honk, and then so I was loading a, a side dump trailer, right? And then Tony, before it starts, he's like, "Tell me the rules of running the side dump." Well, in a side dump trailer, okay, you kind of got to angle it because if you're hauling clay, it kind of sticks and it feels like your truck's going to flip over. And he goes, "Never ever hit close once you hit open on the side dump because if it sticks, it could flip you over." And I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" Okay, this oh sucks. Yeah, because I'm like, oh crap, because I'm nervous. Because here's a couple things I'm good at. I know that I'm good at. I'm good at at swimming pools, horse racing, rodeo, and trucking. But like rock truck trucking is different than super cow trucking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and you have to like the the PTO thing. It's it's not relaxed because you're dr you drive for twelve to thirteen hours a day and you never leave a twenty mile an hour radius. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're not so out like, cruising the open road, letting the old kitty cat run. No, you don't. And and that's the 
I, I've helped Tony before build well sites, and and so this was like uh, kind of a new thing. With uh, we were hauling to a place here in Ponca called Carbon Black, so we would load this this rock, and um, the dude I was rolling with JJ, he's really cool. He's a younger dude. He had a way better truck than I did. It was way cooler. Had a drop down seat, naked lady uh, mud slaps, which are really good for trucking. Um, but he was cool. But like, it's just it's so fast paced and like. So every load that we had to haul, we had to go through Ponca when we were going to Carbon Black. So we're rolling through, like, not the Ponca's a big city, but we're at a stoplight every, you know, so far. So you're rolling with a rock truck, and this rock truck that I was in, it ran great, but it had no radio and no air conditioner. So not only can I not jam out the tunes, my butt crack was sweating. Oofta. Okay. So I'm talking 12 hours. I start at 7, and you pee off the side of your truck when you're loading sometimes. And then you <laughs> – yeah, you do. And then you get out at – when the rock quarry closes at 5, that's when you know you're done. So I drove from 7 till 5, never, lo- never left a 20-mile radius, and never got out of that truck except for to pee. Like you don't stop at a truck stop and meet like a friendly – uh, truck stop waitress and eat like a chicken fried steak you go as fast as you can and i got stopped by the sheriff's department one hour into my job by officer grisba who's a friend of mine because he was an undersheriff with everett because <laughs> i thought i would cut across this road and it was a it was a road that i was that my he goes you're overweight i'm like yeah i know <laughs> he's like no your truck i'm like you can't drive on this road. I'm like, oh, sorry. I don't know. I'm a rodeo clown. He's like, all right, no big deal. He's like, just don't come back on here. But it, it's pretty so, intense. Like, rock so, trucking handbone is intense. So what makes me laugh is here is one of the most decorated um, entertainers, rodeo clowns, whatever you want to call them, in the history of pro rodeo. And just getting his ass chewed by a, a bunch of dudes at a rock quarry and rock truck drivers like he's the little bitch that he is. I did. I, well, I am. That but, is but, absolutely amazing. It Well, nobody didn't know who I was. And, and, you know, to them, I'm nobody. I mean, I'm just a dude in a truck, you know. And if anything from this COVID-19, it'll keep you humble, you know. Because I've thought about this several times. I got that, you know, my place in my house where I got all my rodeo clown buckles. Y'all, those buckles don't mean shit when there ain't no rodeos. Exactly right. Yep. And I think to myself how many times that I've done wrong in the past. And I'm like, man, I want to win course man the can or I want to win clown of the year. And I put so much into it. But you know what? It don't matter. You know, those buckles can't feed you. They're cool to win. But they're only cool during that one night south, you know, at South Point. You yep. know, after that, it's it's uh, it's whatever. So I mean, well, you're, I'm, I mean, I'm, yeah, you're honored to have them. You you do put a lot into it, and it means a lot. It does. I mean, we're not. It, you it know, means a lot to us, but at the same time, but in in the grand scheme of things, is what you're saying. In the grand scheme of things, those buckles don't like right now. That's I, I I've told you this before. This this virus has not. It's exposed a lot of things, but the rodeo business, I mean, really. I mean, it's its so hard. I mean, <clears> you're <throat> getting rodeos canceled left and right, but we're not going to get into that because we no, want to keep No, we're about happy. fun time. We are, but, you know, we are your break from the Karina. Yeah, but in, in a positive note, so during the day of rock trucking, which, and I think if I would have been there more than one day, <laughs> I, I would have kind of figured it all out, but during the middle of that's when we got a phone call that we might be able to get some more stuff doing for, uh, our TV stuff. Yes. And uh, pray. And, and we're in some talks that, uh, we may be, be doing some stuff with the, uh, the more stuff with the cowboy channel. That's not Western sports roundup. That's what happened last time. It's going to be our own show. So we've had a couple talks with Jeff Metters. And then he's taking it to their team, but it just it just depends. There's some things we got to work out. Um, yeah, so and that, that call and stuff. That call came in the middle of the day, and I'm like, you know what? This rock truck deal has been cool, but I need to concentrate on 
on my other stuff. So at the end of the day, I was like, Tony and uh, Tony Sheaver, like I said, he's a great dude, great friend. I was like, man, I got a phone call. I'm going to go back to working on Rump Chat and Rump Chat TV. And and um, he's like, oh, shoot. He goes, you, your time card's always here anytime you want a job. So, you know, in, in small towns, I know a lot of people talk bad about small towns, about how there's nothing to do. But I'm so thankful for Ponca City, just as you for Sydney, Iowa. You know, if you get into a jam, small town people will, will bail in and help you out, you know. Like, yeah, absolutely. Tony didn't have to hire me. You know, I, I called him and, and he's like, yeah, come on. I mean, uh, just just the same way with uh, Justin Bigford and Galen Cruz at Cruz Pool and Spa, Ponca City Stillwater and Blackwell's premier pool place. Um, you know, they don't have to, but they do just to help help somebody out. And it it has been an adjustment for the rodeo business, like rodeo people, because how many times in the history of rodeo has it ever just stopped? Stopped. You know? This is, I was with Bobby T. I was with Tallman yesterday. And uh, some more exciting news coming up on that after this story. But um, Tallman said in 50 years of this business that he's been doing it, he's never, uh, well, he started off by saying in 45 years of marriage, or however long, 40, 45 years of marriage to Kristen, he goes, we've never spent 50 days together. Wow. Never spent 50 days together in a row, in a row. And, uh, and then he said, and, and then 53 years in this business, I have never been out of a job. Mm-hmm. And, and, and again, whatever, there's a lot of people, let's not get into it. Rump. You keep dragging no. me back into this, but okay, on that note, hold thing, on, hold on. But on that, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, finish it up. It's not even really about that. But one thing I've learned from this is I hate homeschooling kids. <laughs> Like homeschool, like God bless, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. God bless school teachers to the bone. Amen. If I won the lottery with billions of dollars, I'd want to give raises to every school teacher in Ponca City. Okay, because we even have to homeschool for our triplets, and. The thing of it is, Ashley's so good about it, but the, I and I, this is going to sound terrible, but this is rump chat. This is real. This is how I feel. I hated, hated grade school. I hated middle school. I didn't like class. Like I didn't, I didn't like it. So it's so hard now for me to to try to teach this stuff because I just. Like, the stuff is just hard for me to teach because it's so different. Like, we had, like, a point system in adding. So, like, on the, the number four, that was, there was four dots. Yep. And on the number one, there was one. So, you'd be, like, one, two, three, four. Then plus one would be five. But, like, the way that the these new books are is nothing like when I'm 1987 with Miss Woodson, you know? Yeah. So, it's, it's, it's hard to teach. And, like, with three kids – uh, and okay. So Bandy and Lola are in one class and Livy's in a different one, but Bandy is actually in the excelled class. So we've got four different deals for three kids. Wow. And we're supposed to do these zoom calls for each kid every day with their teachers. So like, Holy smoke, it turns into like a two hour deal. And, and Ashley does most of it because I usually leave but like some of the projects, like I'm not an artsy guy, I'm, in, you know, and the teachers are so nice, but they're like, okay, tomorrow I want you to go out and find objects to build a, a beetle. So Bandy, I, <laughs> Bandy, he goes out to build him a beetle and he's got six pieces of wire and a white claw can and <laughs> I'm like, no white claw can. I'm like, hey man, you can't do that. You know? Does he have one of but, his hookers with him? Which by hookers he means a bungee cord. <laughs> that's but what, that's what Bandy calls his bungee cords or his ratchet straps or his hookers. hookers. <laughs> his hookers. He's got green it, well, hookers does, and pink hookers and there there are hooks on the end of them, but oh, yeah. the thing I've figured out is like it's hard to like other parents during this time. Because 
you know, with, with me, we're, we're working and Ashley's working and, and, you know, we're constantly doing stuff and then we're trying to teach school and, and like, so when they give us these like side projects, like the make a bug thing. So we're like, okay. So I, I sat down with a, a cardboard box and, and me and the kids, we cut out uh, a head, a thorax and some other stupid shit that a bug's made out of and put it together and color it, right? And I'm like, man, our bugs are pretty good. So you get on the Zoom call and there's always like three parents that have went just stupid above and beyond. Oh, yeah. Like this one parent that made like a full bodysuit of a bug for their kid, you know? And then like, like, because when you get on the Zoom call, when the, you go to show your bug, right? You have to tell about your bug and what kind of bug it is and and the parts of it like the antennas the legs the head thorax the abdomen you know and this whatever so like here's my kids showing their their dad's shitty cardboard cutouts you know and i'm pretty <laughs> proud of them and then the next mom's like oh well here's me and little kim not little Kim, but little Kim. <laughs> little and Kim. she, and then it shows, it shows Kim and like this gal is like in a full outfit. Yeah. Like, so they went and got construction paper and made a bug suit, like a Hollywood bug suit. Like it could have been in a movie and you'd be like, damn, you know, like for this deal. And she's like, well, we didn't have a lot of time and we made this bug suit. I'm like, I cannot believe, I, I wanted to find that parent and just drive over and ninja kick them, you know? Because they made my bugs look so bad. But, like, yeah. gr- you'll find out with Gus, grade school parents do stuff like that. I'm learning that more day to day about the downtime with homeschool. And it's just hard for me because I just I don't like school. I hated school. I See, why did you hate school? Like, I mean, nobody loves – well, I shouldn't say nobody. But, like, elementary, whatever, you know, you feel forced. But, like, high school, I loved no. it. Well, here's I the deal. Loved I it. I, I have video uh, that my brother took a. I, I took a video of my mom and dad's video camera to uh, my one of you know my senior year, like to homecoming, and then like the last day of school, I just walked around. Like my senior year was was uh, interesting. We'll say that inside and outside of the school, but we're gonna yeah, have to we're gonna have to get some clips of that. And I had blonde, well, but, I had blonde highlights, so it's pretty cool. Oh, you were so slim shady. Oh, I tried to be slim shady all the way. But like, what I'm saying is, I didn't towards towards like high school. I didn't hate school. Like, I went to college for seven years. Like, I liked the thought of school. I just hated going to class, and I hated learning. Yeah. And you know what? I I never like. I'm glad I've learned what I've needed to learn. But like at the same time. Like diagramming sentences and doing parallelograms, you know, like there's so much stupid crap. Like I just, and I've got a college degree, but I hated sitting in class. I hated it. I just sat there and just the whole time I just wish I was doing something different, you know? Yeah. And so it's just hard. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but it's hard for me to even sit down with, you know, with my son and Bob's got two quarters circle all the ones that aren't quarters you know I'm like come on manny you don't need to know this you'll figure it out you know <laughs> like it's hard and i think a lot of parents are really finding out like the new appreciation for you know for for teachers and thank god for teachers make a teacher famous because being a teacher would not be cool i i mean i know the teachers that are that love it love it but and we got great joyce moore um, one of our teachers here, she's awesome, and uh, Mrs. Heinsinger, and <laughs> we got some cool teachers that actually listen to Rump Chat. But nice. Well, I it, I love. I'm it. not cut out to be a teacher. And not very many that, people are, bud. And I go through good days and bad days where I'm like, oh, you know, it's fine. You know, we're all at home together. And other days, like, damn you, coronavirus! I hate teaching. I just want a rodeo. I, you know, so. Good and bad, I guess. And I'm sure that's for, for anybody in this business, uh, or not even in this business, like just in general. Um, there's good, good and bad, but they opened up restaurants today in Oklahoma. Yeah. Yep. And the the new Brahms and Blackwell was packed. Nice. Packed. 
have they opened, but in Texas they haven't done that yet, right? Uh, well, uh, they they opened. Uh, they're supposed to go to theaters and all that stuff, but uh, a lot of them are choosing not to. Like a lot of the chains, we went to. We had to go to Target. We actually stood in line to get into Target today. Really? And, yeah, yeah. Because uh, the only you know the whole twenty five percent deal, and then uh, it wasn't very long. It went pretty quick, but. Um, but Best Buy still didn't have their doors open. I walked up. I had to get a cable or something uh, for for this recorder, and uh, I literally walked up, told the guy what I need. He went and got it, and I paid for it there. <laughs> it was wow. Yeah, it was a little different, but it was uh, it's okay. It's a hell of a lot better than nothing. I texted my favorite bartender at Buffalo Wild Wings and told you him have I- wait hold on hold on you. You have the number of your favorite bartender at Beatles. Yeah, Banks. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, Banks. He's badass. And, and that he, might be the most gangster thing you've ever said. <laughs> well, uh, it's because I have been intoxicated in there a time or two, and like one time I left my iPad in there, and he texted me, so that's how I got my. <laughs> yeah, uh, I got just just going in there at like two in the afternoon, just getting shit faced. And then Whitney has to pick me up on our way home from work at six thirty. <laughs> God, those were the days, weren't they? Getting together in yeah, a bar. Yeah, you remember that? I haven't left Gus in there yet, so that's good. But uh, Gus is really ready to get back to some Buffalo Wild Wings. Beat I ups. just, I just, I just want somebody to serve me food at a table and clean it up. And, and well, you could if you're in Oklahoma right now. I invited you down today, and you said no. Well, it's a guy, you know, five and a <laughs> half hour drive, but you know, but it, I, it is what it is. I, I do want to tell you more about the pool business. Um, I seriously think though, if I didn't rodeo, I would work full time in the swimming pool industry. Like I really enjoy it. And I'm, I'm a pretty low to mid level employee, but it is, it's really relaxing, you know? Um, a lot of times, like, well, we've been replacing a lot of liners. Uh, okay. There's all kinds of pools. There's, I can tell you this, but you probably won't understand it because you don't know about pools. Um, but there's liner pools. There's plaster pools. Oh, God. There's all kinds of pools. I, I don't want to get into it because, you know, you don't know what I'm talking about because you're not a pool boy and I am. And um, But, uh, you know, we, we've done a lot with that. It's pretty laid back. The difference between a pool boy and a rock truck driver is a rock truck driver is very intense. People are kind of mad all the time. But when you show up to work on someone's swimming pool, they are happy that you are there. You know what I'm saying? So do you like are you so you're a pool boy? So is yeah, there pretty is much. there is like is there like a uh late fifties, early sixties? with big fake boobs and a bikini laying out by no. the pool saying, um, Oh, it's just, it's so dirty. It needs cleaned up. And then you're no. like, <laughs> I'm going to clean it up, ma'am. And then you like, you know, you, you're getting, you're in a white t-shirt and cut off jean shorts. And well, no, I really wonder Sorry. where that was. I going into a movie I've seen. Maybe. <laughs> well, I really wonder where that comes from. Like, I, I think that's all stereotype. Like, pool boy stereotype is kind of like the rodeo stereotype where the everybody in town thinks the cowboys come to town for the weekend and they stay all week and they show up in a beat-up pickup truck smoking a cigarette. And, you know, like, because the pool boy um, stereotype is really not what it's like. It, it's fun. It's a really good job. But, like, when you go to open up people's pools this time of year, like, so when I say open them up, like we take off the covers and then we uh, take out the plugs and this and that. Well, sometimes you pull back the cover and it looks like a pond, like a cattle pond, <laughs> like gross Nasty. as can be. And so you have to run like your filter and, and back wash it and, and you have to do all this stuff and chlorinate it. And there's a lot of chemicals that go into pools. I've been figuring this out. You know, yeah, but um, it's it's really it's it's relaxing and it's fun because like the other day I was just at this really, really nice house in the backyard cleaning their pool and it was just me and it was quiet and the birds were chirping and I'm just out there with my with my stuff just vacuuming this really nice pool like 
it's very laid back. And like I said, people are always happy when the pool guy gets there. But there's all kinds of different pool owners. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've never walked into a pool where all these hot chicks are just laying around. You know? Like, even the pools that are already open. Like really? You, you have ch- hmm. No. Huh. Okay. But the thing, the thing about it is, like, I'm not a, I'm not a cute pool boy. And you call yourself a pool boy. Well, I am a pool boy, but not like. I I wonder if any pool boys ever, if the stereotype came from something true. You know well, what I'm saying? Not, well, you're not twenty years old. You're not ripped. You're not tan. I'm tan. You're not cute. I am tan. I am super tan. You're ugly. I'm, 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 I don't mean that harshly, no offense, but you're not going to get, yeah, it's just not going to happen. And what would well, you do? What would you really do if that happened? What if some woman, barring her being completely blind, comes on to you as you're cleaning the pool? They're not. I know what you would do. You would giggle and go, <laughs> I don't think so, ma'am. I wouldn't. I would never cheat on my wife. <laughs> but try to trap But if, no. But if have you, you Google, ha, if no, you Google pool boy, you should see the things that come up. I, I can guarantee it. I can guarantee but it. Hey. My boss, Justin Bigford, is cool as shit, and he is a big Rump Chat listener. And um, are you using Rump Chat to kiss his ass right now? No, no, because I'll quit. I'll go back to rodeo, and I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, have okay. Uh, talking about being badass, Billy badass, and really cool. So have you? Have you ever written a love letter to your wife? I did. I've I've wrote some love letters, and I was thinking about this just the other day. Kids, be careful. Do kids today still write love letters with texts? Oh, and, I maybe and a text, emails? but they, I don't think they don't even teach cursive anymore. I found. But that do you out. remember the days like when girls would give you a love letter and it was folded? In like this funky deal where it flipped over and like hooked under itself, dude. Valentine's Day, you used to in 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 uh, in Sydney, it was like a quarter, and uh, you could give a. Uh, they had the long uh, Jolly Ranchers, you know, not the little the, the little bite sized ones, like the long ones. You know what I'm talking about, like the the full size Jolly oh, yeah. Rancher. Yeah. Anyway, it was on. It was like called a Lovegram. And uh, or something like that. Anyways, and that was taped on the outside, and you wrote a note, and you could send them to each other. This is an elementary, but it was. Re- <laughs> I felt there was a couple times I didn't get any, and it's pretty heartbreaking when they're passing them out, and you're one of the only kids without a love gram. <laughs> what it, was that so- called? I'm gonna get corrected on this by my my peeps in Sydney because they know what. Uh, Love Graham, what was that called? I anyway, hated Valentine's. Matter. But you could. I write. hated Valentine's Day when you're little, and you had to write one to everyone in the class. And your mom would sit you at the table with like your Mickey Mouse uh, Valentine's Day, and you had to write everybody in the class's name. You remember that? No. <laughs> we had to do that, and then we made like Valentine's Day uh, mailboxes out of like oatmeal, the round oatmeal things. You don't remember that, or like the when you decorated the the cereal box and you made it into a mailbox. Uh, uh. No, damn. No, that's but Kansas you know thing. I, 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 I seriously, I during this time I went through some of my boxes of stuff and I found some high school love letters, and then I, <laughs> I seen one that I wrote to Ashley in two thousand and six. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm so it's embarrassing. Well, let's. So I, I want to get into. I want to get into this, but let's take it. Let's take a gold buckle beer break here. Yeah, and, I'm gonna uh, need one. And 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 get after this. By the way, uh, I got some gold buckle uh, t-shirts sent to me. Did you get any? I got gold buckle stuff, and I got my whole box for my gold buckle beer clown barrel. If we ever start rodeoing. Oh man, I thought I was cool and got it. And and you didn't suck it, Hambone. Ugh, son of a bitch. All right. Well, it is what it is. So we'll be right back. We're gonna go take a little bit of a beer break, and then come back with some love letters from the old Jr. Jesus, Rump. All right. We'll be right back. Yes. 
Love letters from the JR coming up. You get a shiver in the dark, it's raining in the park, but meantime, sound of the river, you stop and you hold everything. A band is blowing Dixie, double fall time. I played this in Pet Band. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. You were in Pet Band? Yeah. I thought you were an all-star and you were out on the court. I was in Pet Band. I can prove it. Did you like Did you like play during the, the girls' games? Yep. Yep. Nice. Played the trombone, which huh. would give me some love and you just like da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. So glad we made it. Give me some loving. So give me some loving. So tell me, give me, give me some stories, Jr. Um, okay, so here's, here's Nation what happened. wants to hear about love letters and how you wrote them, why you wrote them, and how the hell do you still have these? Okay, so here's what happened. I had back in the nineties. For all you young people listening, and for all you old people that are our age or older, you remember writing love letters in high school. It's what you did, and everybody listening right now knows they did it. They would write letters when they're supposed to be paying attention to class to their girlfriend. So I kept all these love letters in a box, and I stuck them in the closet in my room in 1999 and then left them there well mama kate cleaned out my closet before christmas right so she shows up for christmas at the rumford house here in ponca city with a box full of love letters and her and my wife opened each one and read them out loud and i'm gonna (laughs) yes it was terrible they were so – I've got one right here. <laughs> um, and I have to be very careful in reading love letters from high school because there are some Rump Chat listeners that were attracted to me in eighth grade. Hey. <laughs> yeah. You, but, now, don't don't worry about it, Rump. We, we, we want to hear your love letters. Okay. So uh, here's love letter number one. <laughs> this is so terrible. This is before people call me Rump full-time. They used to call me Justin. Okay. Hey, Justin. <laughs> Why are you guys already laughing? Uh, I just, it's going to be good. I'm, 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 I'm very excited in anticipation of this. Hey, Justin. Saw you last night at the... Don't come in here, Wit. Actually, nobody listened to this. <laughs> come back in, Wit. Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. Hey, Justin, saw you last night at the St. John football game. You did so good. Me and all my friends in the pet band were like, wow, he's hot. Are you getting Miss Rank's English homework done tonight? It is not fun at all. So what are you going to do this week? Do you think that you'll talk to me during lunch? If not, it's okay. I know you like to hang out with Nathan. Does Dusty like Alicia, or is that just a rumor? Well, anyhow... (laughs) Well, anyhow, you're super cute, and I hope you're having fun. P.S. I like your shoes. <laughs> I always like that. Does Dusty really like Alicia? Well, they actually got married. Did they so, really? Nice. Yeah, I was in their well, wedding. Congrats to them. So, I guess, so apparently, yeah. so apparently, the question was yes. The rumor was true, and that's back in the days where like shoes were like a car. Oh my God, you got the Jordans. Those are so hot. Okay, uh, let's go. Hold on. <laughs> ah, Jordans. Oh, this is a terrible one. No, keep, yeah, keep going. Dear Justin, oh my gosh, I'm just sitting here thanking about you. I can't believe that we're actually partners on the science project. I was kind of. <laughs> th- 
I was kind of thinking that I would rather be <laughs> partners with Christy Schmidt, but she's not very hot as you are. Isn't that funny? I'm just kidding. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> so anyhow, do you think that Mr. Liebel is going to make his finish our paper this week? I hope not. Do you have to go to a rodeo this week? Do you have girls at rodeos that write you letters too? What's a rodeo like? I'd like to go to our rodeo, but my mom says the Cowboys drink too much beer for us to drive there. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, it's this is these are very truthful. <laughs> this is so stupid. Oh, I hope you don't get hurt. I heard of a guy that got hurt on a movie. He did not turn out well. Do you ride bulls? Are steers and calves the same as bulls? I'm not really sure. Do you know that my brother was in a calf scramble when he was younger at the Pretty Prairie Rodeo? Well, anyway, if you want to call me, you know when you can call. My dad says it's cool as long as before 7.30. Holla at you later. XOXO. Holla. <laughs> so, these, and the worst part was my wife and mom get these these letters out and read them <laughs> I bet they to were the crying. whole damn family. I bet they were crying. And you know the thing of it is, like, you got to be so careful in this day and age. Like, kids, if you're li- – well, I hope no kids are listening because this is a terrible show. Oh, they show. do. Oh, they do. Oh, your nieces. Okay, oh, kids. Oh, I know. And, and, do and, not and, ride and, boys And our, our buddy Dustin Brake, uh, a buddy of mine that I graduated with, his little boy in Sydney last year. He, oh. And he goes – I like the when you talk about touching the girls' panties. No, I said look. I said looking. I said looking. I'm, I'm going to read you one more export, and this is why you should not write anything, okay? This one is dated from 1994. <laughs> and I'm okay. not going to say the girl's name. Do you think that so-and-so is hot? She told me in gym that you think that she's hot. If it's true, I don't want to be your friends anymore. I prayed I'd get a locker oh, close to you. No. But now I prayed I'd get a locker close to you, but now I'm wishing that I hadn't if it is true. I heard that she actually really likes Terry Marlowe. No offense against Terry, but you're <laughs> way hotter. Did Terry was way Terry? hotter than me. Come Terry on, was Terry. like Terry was like Zach Morris. I don't know. You ever looked into his Some, eyes? Yeah. This is the first time I heard the Beatles. P.S. If you want to sit together during lunch, it's cool. Tanda said she'd move. Tanda. <laughs> <laughs> I love Tanda. I wish- Tanda's, Tanda's my homie. She follows me on Instagram. But she was around for, she could probably tell some better stories. Um, <laughs> I bet she could. <laughs> oh, God. Here's one more. Listen to this. This is going to take everybody back. Hey, have you got the new Jewel CD? Every song on there relates to my life. My hands are small, I know. Isn't that funny? <laughs> oh, God. I'm uh, not going to read this part. I'm not going to read this part. <laughs> come on, read it. Ron, no. Don't be a bitch. I, I can't read it all. It's like, girl, when I was younger, I was cool, okay? And... So kids, be real careful. Do you have? Did you get love letters, Hambone? No, I got there, uh, and I found out from my good buddy Cole. They're called candygrams. That's what we got. I, I mean, yeah, you. There was notes passed, but I never kept anything. The question I want to know now is: Do notes get passed with text messages and emails? Um, I'm sure there is. I mean, I write my. I, you know what? Um, and this is what I love about my wife. She, she. She's a card giver. She loves cards. So, um, like we, like when we first got together, she, she, uh, we would always write notes to, you know, how times change, but still every once in a while, you know, if I leave or she leaves, you know, we'll have a note on the counter, you know, just, you know, not a big love letter, but most of the time I do it when I'm in trouble, but, uh, you never write a good love letter when everything's going good. I need to. I, I buy flowers when things are good. Like, I do things, but I don't. Uh, like, love letters? No. I mean, I had pen pals, but never. I don't. I never wrote a love letter. Oh. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. Pen pal. I, I will say the name of this because she, she. No, I'm not. Oh, I, hey, come Justin. on, man. Hey, Justin, it's me. I just talked to Bobby Ehrlich this weekend. Bobby Ehrlich. He said. Big ugly says, dude. No, he's skinny. Bob, little skinny Bob. Oh, Kirk that's the wrong guy. guy. I'm sorry. Yeah, different Bob. Bob Ehrlich is the skinny bull rider. Good, one of my best buddies growing up. I remember Bob before I could even remember anybody else. Dear Justin, I talked to Bobby Ehrlich this weekend. He said that you said that my mom is hot. Is that true? Please let me know. <laughs> Her mom was hot. Thanks a lot, Bob. Oh my God, I gotta call Bob. Oh, so the yeah, so, it was so, pretty embarrassing on Christmas so, when. So, Bob's mom was really hot. No, not Bob's. The girl that Bob talked to like ratted me. Bob said, "Hey, did you hear Justin said your mom's hot?" Oh, there you go. But there was hot moms back then. I mean, there's hot moms now. I mean, we got hot moms. But do you remember like in high school rodeo, like when all you guys would like kid around and be like, oh my God, look at Tyson's mom. She's so hot. Dude, we did it all the time. I mean, one of our good buddies, Brock Bebout, his mom was a a guidance counselor and she was beautiful. She still is beautiful. And, but you know, you always got to ride, you ride your boys like that hard. If they got a, you know, when they got a pretty mom, it's absolutely, it's the part of being bros. You know what I'm saying? Homie? You know, the, uh, you know, the steer wrestler, Tanner Bruner been in the finals a couple times from Kansas. Yeah. Hot mom. Tanner Bruner's I hope, hot mom. I hope Tanner don't want to beat me up for that. Cause he's, he's a big dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't worry this- about it. Here's one of my other favorite ones. Hey, do you want to sit with us at lunch? Check. Why or in? Wow. There's a lot. There, most of these letters are lunch-themed. Yeah, well, lunch was big time. Who you sitting by? You know, all that. Do you think Tanya is pretty? Are you going to sit by her at the pep rally? I heard that Mr. Higgins got mad at you today for not paying attention. <laughs> Mr. Higgins was a jerk. Oh my god. How about Yeah, right here. This is this song and then the movie embodied hot motherness. Hot moms. Uh it's Simon and Garfunkel, Miss Robinson. Oh, here's to you, Mrs. Robinson. Exactly. Mrs. Robinson was really hot mom. Cuckoo, Mrs. Yeah. Robinson. Yeah. She's uh, who was in that? Uh, oh God, uh, he played Rain Man. Um, he had the big nose. Michael Douglas. No, Jesus, not Michael Douglas. This isn't Sliver. Um, uh. Damn it. We did this the other day. It's the same guy. Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman. And, and he was an outbreak, too. Yes, he was. You know, I watched that the day after I got home from Houston. I was depressed. Anyway, we're not going to go there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, this is a great story, Mrs. R- Robinson. So, uh, but anyway, do you got any more love letters? They're all pretty, pretty much the same. Um, it's do you like this or check yes or no? Will you sit by uh, me? Here's here's a funny one. <laughs> hey, big boy, B O I, boy. <laughs> I saw you the other day in PE class. I can't believe that Mister Anschutz made you guys go shirts and skins. I was glad you were skins. <laughs> Oh, God, I miss not being skinny. <laughs> you you mi- wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. You miss not being skinny? Or you no, miss I miss being, being skinny. skinny. I, miss when I, I miss when I could be skins and be proud of it. Yeah, I hated that. Shirts and skins, and I am nothing near as fat as I was or am now you know- back then. And I hated it. They're like shirts and skins. And I'm like, why can't our school afford reversible jerseys? <laughs> 
No, no school in Kansas can have two jerseys. Yeah, it was shirts, shirts or skins, no, even for the girls' it's not team. Even two, not even two jerseys. It's the ones like we were red and white, right? The Sydney Cowboys. So we would flip. You know, you could finally when they could afford it, you'd flip it inside out. And I didn't even care if my nipples would go raw from the inside <laughs> number rubbing on your nipples. Do you remember that? The jerseys, they were so cheap. My nipples weren't that sensitive, so oh, I don't really remember. But I didn't care because I hated going shirts and skins. And then you bumped into guy, you're sweaty, and then you're boxing out. It's so gross. You can't. <laughs> the only thing I worked, I looked, I, I, but I will tell you this, I looked worse in a singlet, wrestling singlet, than I did in my basketball shorts and going to skin. I, <laughs> I was, I hated wrestling, but you grew up in Iowa and you did every sport. So and you, you wrestled to, in junior high. I didn't. Did do you have school. to pick a side where your nuts went? No, I, I've never worn a singlet, but I have worn a speedo for my clown act. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I, you don't, I don't have that problem. So I never had to pick a side. They just went where they went, but. I hated. I looked. I looked awful in a singlet. I hated wrestling, and I was no good at it. I well, love I the see sport. That you're kind of a pussy. I, oh, the sport is amazing. The sport is awesome. It it's, makes the best athletes, as far as I'm concerned. Wrestling. We we've talked about that. Look at Tim O'Connell. I mean, he's uh, Stockton at, Graves. Stockton Graves. Look at the. I mean, the, the the agility. Okay, the kid that went the first round from Iowa, Tristan Wirfs. He was a three-time state champion wrestler. You know, I mean, anyway, we're getting off, but I looked really bad in a singlet. Really bad. I had little, I had boy titties and a belly and my, uh, so embarrassing. I think that, like, if most of our older listeners on here can look back, they will remember shirts and skins. And, like, for all the big, like, the even back then I was still not a really thin dude, and you're going, shirts, shirts, shirts. And then your your coach would be like scans Rumford, and you're like, oh dang it, yeah. no, hated that. But then you'd see like uh, one of your classmates, like a hot chick in the stands, and you like suck it in. And oh, big time! You try to you try to look like Val Kilmer off the original Top Gun when they're playing volleyball. I mean, <laughs> that's how I thought I looked until I was told I didn't look like that. I always felt like if I took Ice my shirt man. off in, in high school, that I, I would look like Val Kilmer and like. Once I started to pull my shirt off, highway to the danger zone would play or <laughs> playing, playing with the boys. <laughs> you know, they, they have postponed. Um, Till December 23rd. I just saw it. Maverick. Yeah, I just Top saw that. But too. when I was looking at that, the next post, and I'm very proud of this, I could say Prescott Frontier Days had posted, we are, Prescott Frontier Days is happy to announce we will have the 2020 World's Oldest Rodeo. More details to come oh. May 12th, 2020. Yeah, boy. Yeah. And I want to give a shout out to one of my favorite committees that called me yesterday. Um, North Platte is canceling for this year. Yeah. but you, But you know what? Jack Morris and that crew at North Platte, the Buffalo Bill Rodeo, he is they are such good people. He said, Look, we know you can't come this year, but if you want us to pay you for next year, right now, we'd love to have you back. Wow. That's awesome. Good on them. That's the first time I've heard of anything like that. That that's very progressive thinking. And, and but you know what? North North Platte. North Platte, everything about that rodeo is first class and and a tip of the cap in this terrible time to to uh, to Prescott and and Cody Wyoming. They said they're going, and you know things are going to be better. And we got love letters to read. You know what? If this thing goes on much longer, if our rodeos get canceled in July, I'll read every letter of every one. Yes, and I'm I've got forty two. <laughs> so it could be quite entertaining. Uh. I, we we don't need that. We don't need that. But we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna. That's it for today, y'all. Uh, we're gonna get out of here. I'm gonna go cook a little surf and turf from mi esposa. Um, and big things are coming. Yeah. So uh, fun. Don't forget. Thanks. Don't forget, everybody. I actually sent out all the orders that we had uh, 
the damn Karina has messed messed up our reorders and all that stuff. So they came in, and all of our merch went out this week. So uh, go to rumpchat.com for merch. Um, we have got uh, uh, merch here at our house, so I'm personally sending things out. So I'm uh, personally holding myself responsible for getting things out. So order some merch, uh, boydgaming.com. Boyd Gaming, God bless you. Keep uh, keep pushing on. Um, I know a lot of friends are furloughed in that company. It's just, but hopefully uh, Vegas figures it out, which they will. And uh, Gold Buckle Beer, when uh, we get all this figured out, check them out. That's good stuff. But uh, yeah, what else you got? Y'all, it's just a good day. Every day that we can be alive. One more day we're here, so Amen. good things to come. And we got some cool stuff coming up, Rump Chat. We're having a group Rump Chat coming up. Not going to give a lot of details, but we got some funny stuff on the way. And thank you to everybody that has messaged me about how funny the Matt Birch Rump Chat was. So. God bless Matt Birch. And we just, we got more. And we got more Bob Tallman coming up. Oh, by the way, let me, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop. I'm, I was going to take it to take it out, but... Uh, Bobby T is going to start a podcast. Oh, cool. Yeah. So we went up there and figured it out recording. I got him set up. Um, I don't think it's going to be long ones. I think it's going to be more short kind of, uh, um, uh, testimonial <laughs> or whatever. inspirational. Yeah. But, um, we're, he's going to have some guests on when we can be together, which is going to be a lot of the time, I think, but, um, I'm pretty excited. Um, God bless all of those, uh, rodeos out there that could not go on this year. Um, we love you and you're going to come back bigger and better next year. And, uh, but you know what? The ones that aren't going to go on are going to go on. We love you. And we thank you so much and everybody out there. Keep working, keep your heads down and amen. uh, Rump chat. We're out. So peace. We love all you Jennies. (laughs) Later. Later. You give me something I can hold on to. I know you think I'm like the others before. Who saw you?